Today, let's talk about one of those business attributes that really is based and has its parallel in personal behavior, and that is company culture. To me, company culture is like personal character. It's not something that you can directly work on. You work on the elements of it and by how you execute the elements, it happens and rarely can you doing the work define how well it's happened and how well it's working. It requires someone with a view from the outside in to say it's been effective. So it's, there's a lot of work involved For example, for someone's character, one of the pieces that I look to be of a person's character is honesty and integrity. And that is played out in a great, great little um, story of a grandfather talking to his grandson and said, you know, integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is looking. And honestly, Joe Olstein shares in one of his stories a situation where he went to pick up some trash that blew out of his car from the parking lot. And he didn't think anyone was looking. But after he got it all picked up, he noticed there were people watching. And they rolled down the window and said, we were watching to see what you would do about that. We recognized you and we were looking to see. So it may not be, it may be that you don't see who's looking, but there is somebody watching what you do. And with integrity, you know that you're going to do the right thing each time. Well, the same is true for a company culture. It's how the people in the company, in the work group, in the team behave when no one else is watching. How they behave with each other, how they behave to the outside world, how they behave to customers, to suppliers, to delivery people, to incidental people walking by. Because What you do to the least of my brothers, you do for me, plays out in that situation to see what a person's character or a company culture is about, is what do they do for the least of the people, not just those that can do something for them. Now, it also has to have some level of consistency. It has to be something that people come to expect from either you as an individual or from your work group team or company that this is the way I can expect this company to behave this way. I can expect Southwest Airlines to treat me like a customer, like a special customer and treat me special. That expectation comes from a consistent past performance. That creates culture. That creates the awareness of the culture on the outside. But how do you get that? Does it just happen? No, it requires planning. It requires effort. It requires having a defined goal of where you're looking to be that motivates people, that they want to be part of it and join with it and contribute to it. So that gives them the energy to do things. It requires a level of of boundaries, Values, core values, principles, Stephen Covey called them principles, of behavior. How will I behave? 
and they're stronger than rules because people look at them and say, will my behavior fit this principle as opposed to, did the rules say I could do this or that? Because the rules get very, very specific, whereas principles have a broader effect and allow that self-determination, that self-ownership of the behavior. As part of that vision and goal to be served, it also is what do I stand for? What do we stand for? Not just what we stand against, what we don't like, but what is it that we stand for? Discussions of what we don't like and what we stand against are helpful in defining what we stand for. But stand for requires that extra step of standing up and saying something in, in support of what you stand for, even if it's unpopular, even if it's uncomfortable. If you stand up for something, if you believe in something, you'll stand up for it regardless of how other people feel because you know it is the right thing to do. That's why you hold it as a value to stand for. And it's an action. You don't build a culture. Well, I apologize. Cultures are built regardless of what you do about it. I'm talking about consciously trying to grow a good culture, a positive culture, but they happen regardless. If you do nothing, if you sit back and just let things happen, you will have a company culture where people expect things to just happen and be chaotic and be out of control and be moving backwards as opposed to forward. To be active requires engagement with people. People have to be part in, in the company culture, it's not just the leadership that says it. It's not just the workers that say it. It's everybody. And they all say something similar in their own words. And everything they say in their own words points in the same direction within a set of boundaries. That if you were to ask everyone and plot them on a chart, there'd actually be a defined edge and not too many people outli- out, as outliers outside of it. It'd all be focused in the same direction. Now, how do you do that? Well, if you're the leader, you value the people. Heck, if you're anybody in the organization, you value other people. You do what you need to do in alignment with the cultural values, and you support others when they do and remind them when they don't. You celebrate the successes. Even if they're not yours, they're someone else's. And you tell everybody how they're fulfilling the values that you stated and how you appreciate what they give and how that makes your world a better place. My best value in those environments that I find so surprising that it's not a standard in the, in the American workplace is to treat every worker, every person, every employee, every volunteer as an adult, a human adult that they have feelings, they have a life, they have ability to make decisions, they have responsibilities, and they have a desire to please and to fit in with the people they work with. They just need a reason and they need a place. And that's what leadership is about, is giving them that place and giving them the reason. And there is a bit of a quid pro quo because I will tell people, This is what I'm going to give you in terms of your freedom. 
this is what I need in return. And often that is a higher level of performance because the outside world is going to look on the inside and say, you're getting more. You need to pay for more. You need to be giving more to make it worthwhile. However, what it really comes in is that the additional value can't be measured. It becomes a high energy place that is enjoyable to work. You don't want to go home at night. You can't wait to get there in the day, at the beginning of the day. It is a place that recharges you. It is a place that other peers in the workforce that don't work at that place look to come to, to be around that positive environment. And although we can go back to the management gurus, and Peter Drucker once said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And everything I've said so far would imply that, yeah, I'll buy that. I buy a big part of it. I believe that culture makes a huge difference. I think it's something that often is not considered because it's a soft skill that's harder to measure. It's a soft capability that's harder to find in managers who are looking for numbers and dollars and cents. Um, it is one that is a little harder to train and to feel. It requires feeling as opposed to just the facts and objective facts. However, strategy is important too because no workplace, and even if it's a nonprofit, is a social experiment that operates by money being put into it. It's got to generate its expenses. So there's got to be some strategy that works for the business that lets the business grow and the business move forward. It's just that the people enjoy doing the work while they're doing that strategy, executing that strategy. And it often was not considered before. And my re reference to treating everyone like an adult human, adults know when they're at work, they have to produce results. There's a place, there's a time and a place for everything. And doing the work that I'm paid to do is the time for me to do that. And that's the place for me to do it. It's not for me to try to get as little done as possible or have the most meetings or eat the most donuts or whatever the other scams are. All that happens in a culture that is not positive. It's a culture. It's a culture where people are looking to get something for nothing. They have no value that they feel the for, given to them by the company. They don't feel valued, so they feel no obligation to give the value back to the company. And that's what a good company culture does, a good team culture. It has people feel included. It makes them feel part of something bigger and more important than they are, which gives them the drive to want to contribute and be part of it. And that's where the energy comes from. I want to be part of this. This is something big. This is something good. I want to be part of it. You can catch in some of what I was saying that one of the ways that a culture works is also related to creating teams and working in teams. And that's a subject that's going to take a little bit longer, so we'll do it another day, another time. But the key, there is a key there. The issue about working in teams is that leadership is not bestowed. 
leadership is a role and it might be rotated it might be earned whatever the role it's a role and it can be shared and it can be rotated so that everyone has the chance to make the difference it's not always fixed and no matter what i do i'm not going to have my opportunity i'm not going to have my chance that part of the culture is everyone feels they have a chance to be special to contribute in a way that they can take it home and brag about it um, that requires also keeping measure measurements and reporting back what those measurements are frequently not only externally but internally and part of the internal piece is accountability a good culture has accountability I can count on you to do what you said you're going to do. I know that you have my back. I know that when I need this done, it will be done and it will be done well. I know that you're going to follow the quality instructions and get it done properly. That is accountability, not for the leader, the supervisor, to turn around and say, this is what you have to do. Did you get it done? Again, an example of do we treat people like adults where they know what their expectations are and they're held to deliver to them? And part of that could be if they don't know their expectations, then one of the requirements is that they're told them and they're clearly understood before the work starts so that when the work's completed, there's no misunderstanding of what needed to be done. So that's another element of a culture is communication. What's the communication mode? Because here's the truth, folks. It's going to happen. Communication is going to happen among people. Are, is there going to be a positive channel? Is there going to be a transparent channel? Because in the absence of that, it will be filled in. Think about any of the disasters and the company spokesman has no information or the law enforcement has no information. What do the talking heads in the news do? They go get some experts and they make things up to fill the airspace. Now, we can blame them that they just do that, but the truth is we did that ourselves before the corporate news, before the cable news. We would make up the story to fill in the space because we need to have a reason and we had time to think it up. In a good culture, there's no makeup. There's no make-believe. The truth is shared. And so much is shared that when it can't be shared, there's trust that there's a real reason. That's probably a good subject for the time that we talk about communication and levels of communication. And I'll share my personal experience of need-to-know information. Sometimes... You feel put, I felt put down by not having access to need to know information. It was one of those status items that my ego wanted to know. Once I knew it, I wish I hadn't heard it. So think more about what the elements of a good culture would be. Make some more comparisons and parallels between culture and character. But it is about 
doing things in a defined way consistently with integrity and doing it in a way that treats others with respect, others within the work group and outside the work group, including society, which means that it's done in an environmentally and safe way. Please throw me some comments. Give me your thoughts. Look forward to hearing some, some discussion. Heck, if you'd like to come on and be a guest on the podcast, let me know that too, and we can have a chance to come up with a topic, and I'd love to have somebody to talk to. Be well. Have a great day.